Welcome into the Pursuit of Manliness podcast, where we are vigorously equipping men to pursue biblical manliness. My name is Jarrett Samuels. I'm the host of the podcast. Men, as always, thank you for taking the time checking out today's a Quiet Life podcast. Now, I want to get, let you know a couple things on the onset. Uh, I am recording a Quiet Life podcast out in the garage. Not that you care, but in case you do hear some other moving pieces or sounds or kids or whatever, my kids are now out of school. So the whole recording schedule and all that stuff is just out the window until uh, early August. So we're doing that. Uh, the second thing is um, I want you to know this is Wednesday, May 24th. I'm recording this just moments before it will go live. But that also means on Saturday, May 27th, the registration for our next session of Tribe will close. Tribe is unlike anything I've been a part of. If you've been connected to the pursuit of manliness at all, or especially within the last couple months, that you might be a little worn out hearing me talk about Tribe. I spoke to a good friend on the phone last night, and I said, I don't like the salesmanship of Tribe or how, you know, promoting, hey, only this many days, this whatever. I, I don't enjoy that at all. However, it is inevitable there is a guy who will listen to this, read the email, see a social media post or something and say, now what is Tribe or when does registration close or, you know, something to me that I'm like, man, I'm so tired of saying this thing over and over and over. But for whatever reason, they need to hear it and perhaps it might be something that will, uh, that will, that will change them. And not only change them, but change the people in their home. We had a, a guy yesterday in Tribe say that he thought he had missed the registration for the next session. Evidently, he said something to his wife about it. She gave him sort of a dirty look. And uh, long story short, she wants him to be in Tribe. And to me, that's the greatest testament of this. I think as men, I think we're drawn to a degree to community. We're also drawn to be you know, kind of lone wolf and remove ourselves as well. And that's kind of what I'm going to get into. That is exactly what I'm going to get into today. But drawn to community when there's guys that are of the same caliber, when there's guys that are uh, quality, when there's conversations that we find benefiting to us into uh, our life in our home and et cetera, et cetera. But beyond that, like obviously we're drawn to things that we like. I've been in a number of friend groups of people. We all had the same sports team or the same college team that we, we enjoyed. And that was fun. That was our common denominator. That didn't really benefit my wife or my kids or what will be my grandkids or anything. That's not going to benefit them at all. But when the wives start to see the benefit, when the wives notice a difference in their husband, I had a good friend tell me the other day that, you know, he's got young kids and his wife, Wanted him to be on a Zoom call, she said, because you're better when you come in from the Zoom call. And uh, so she's going to handle the chaos of the two young kids, which if you've had young kids, know that that can be uh, maddening at the, end of the, at the end of the night. But she saw that he was different when he came in from the Zoom call. I think that's funny, but it's also very encouraging at the same time. So with all that said, the registration closes Saturday, May 27th. Uh, that session runs June 1st till the end of November. If you say, I can't do this one, I, maybe I'll get you on the next one, whatever. Yeah, there's always a next one. Uh, but there's a lot of life that's going to happen in the next six months, and you might want to take advantage of that. Just need a little sip of coffee here. So <clears throat> what, what I'm going to talk about, what I want to talk about is predicated upon that idea of, of brotherhood. 
And the question I kind of went back to before I hit record is, what's the point? Okay, what is what is really the point of Christian Brotherhood? When I stand in front of our church, I'm clamoring often about small groups and discipleship. What's the point? If people get up and they smile and they say, good sermon, preacher, see you later, whatever, and they leave and, and they never get in small groups, they never disciple, they never evangelize, is that the end of the world? I mean, at least they're not committing like those big sins and, you know, making headlines or going to prison or anything like that. So is it is it the end of the world? No. I mean, can you be in a men's ministry? Can you be in a men's group? Can you be in friendship or in community to varying degrees with other men and uh, have to bear your soul? No. A lot, a lot of guys never do that. But but my question would be, when when the rubber meets the road, when you go through times that are less than ideal, when the sun isn't isn't shining and it's seventy two degrees and you got yourself a fresh thermos of coffee and you know everything's just you know moving the right direction, when 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 you hit a snag or more than a snag, what do you do? Like what what is your what do they call that? What, what what is your mode of operation here? Now for a lot of guys and and, and I want you to know right right towards the beginning of this. I am tremendously guilty of this. So I'm not standing here recording a podcast telling you I have this figured out because I don't. As a matter of fact, as I was thinking this morning before recording it, I thought, well, what are you really going to tell them? So I'm going to tell you this. There have been times that I have gone through some stuff. I've gone through some struggles or some 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 insecurities or seasons of life that that were that are not all that that great. And I... Uh, I, I, I don't remember leaning into my tribe, my band of brothers, and saying, guys, I need you to pray for this. I would think, well, you're, you're, you're the tribe guy. You know, it's like if you're saying this, it kind of, you know, looks like that, you know, maybe you don't have all these things, you know, in a row either. And I've said for how long we've been doing this, since 2015, I've said I, I never want to give you the impression I have all this figured out. I do want you to know that I'm trying to do the things that I say on these podcasts. My wife and kids will attest to that. I was telling a good friend recently, I said, there's been times where I've struggled, struggled with, you know, my marriage. We're just not on the same page. We're, you know, whatever my, my parenting stinks. I'm, I'm, my pastoring stinks. My personal worship stinks, whatever. And I think, should you keep doing this? Should you keep getting behind a microphone and telling guys, Hey, this is what you need to do this. Uh, no, what you need to do is keep trying to figure this out. Get up, dust yourself off, get back in the fight, keep going. And here's why. If you throw in the towel, you don't have a story to tell. And I'm a firm believer that God puts people in your life now and down the road that your story is one that they need to hear. Now, how you lived out that story, like the, the Israelites in the wilderness, first generation, swing and a miss. Bitter, angry, cynical, jaded, mad at Moses all the time, mad at God, took their jewelry, turned it into a golden calf, kept accusing them of, of not having graves out there. It's why they brought them out. Kept talking about the food they used to have. I mean, irrational, right? Well, God said, that's fine. We'll wait for you to die. And I've said, I never want to be the guy that God's waiting to die before he can bless a group of people. I don't want to be the guy that's in the way. And so when I talk about what's the point, here's my here's what I'm getting at. 
what's the point of having community? What's the point of having friendships? What's the point of having small groups, a tribe, a herd, or whatever, if you remain at a distance? Now, there are some guys, and I'll, I'll get this, this pushback somewhere, who say, I, I just don't need it. I just don't need it. I have no desire to cultivate any kind of relationships in my life. I would say be careful with that because there will always be the time where you're going to need to go to the storehouse and pull out something that you have harvested. And if you haven't cultivated anything, you have absolutely nothing to harvest. You have nothing to pull from. You have nothing that you need in times uh, where, where it's sparse. In times of plenty, yeah, we're good. We're good. We're good. And then I've seen this too where guys are good, they're good, they're good, and then suddenly you know, something hits the fan and they're trying to call the emotional ambulance and everybody get up and get praying, get get here, get... We have zero context to what's going on. What's the point of having a brotherhood if you're not going to do something with it? I have in my hand right here, well, my fingers are on it, seven names of guys who are close friends of mine who are going through some really, really heavy stuff. Some of these things are, are life-changing. I'd say almost all these are life-changing. And uh, a handful of these guys are some of the strongest men I've ever encountered in my life, literally, from a physical standpoint and a spiritual standpoint. So these are dudes now. These are some of the, the, the toughest, strongest human beings I've encountered while I've been on this planet. And that's not hyperbole. I mean, I'm looking at this list thinking, yep, yep. Um, and a number of them, I've had to pull it out of them. What is going on right now? That That's not to pat me on the back. That's to show the toughest, strongest men, mentally, spiritually, physically, and looking at the list, probably relationally for most of their lives, when something really major happened, they began to fade. Now, here's the problem for them. They're too close to community. I'm not going to let you fade. I, I, I know you too well to know something isn't right. I'm going to reach out and figure out what is going on in your life. One guy in particular said, man, I really did not want to talk to you about this. Okay, that, that's great. Well, now just tell me the truth. Just tell me what's going on. Another guy, I spoke with him and I said, man, you have been a prayer warrior for a number of men. Why would you not let them do that for you? Another guy said, well, I wasn't going to say anything until like the day before, you know, this thing was going to happen. <laughs> it might be too late. It might be too late. Like, why, why would you withhold that? Now, here's where I'm at. I'm very cautious of who I let into my life from, a, from that perspective and what I share. I share a lot on, on uh, the podcast. I've probably shared too much through the years. But believe me, everything is thought out. And there have been things that I've gone back before I pu published it and cut that out and said, nope, don't, don't want to add that. Change my mind. So I understand pulling back. I understand being cautious. I understand saying, man, I, I don't want to look like the guy that's always clamoring for everyone to circle up around me. I, I, I don't want to be that. But let me tell you right now, it, it is a, a privilege to pray for these seven men in their situation. I have no doubt about it when I look at this list that they have been praying for me. No doubt about it. I have no doubt about it that if I really needed to get a hold of them and say, man, I got something going on. Can I just bend your ear for a minute? No problem. 
I'm not a guy that really likes me on the phone at all. I'd love to, to get, I'd, I'm, I'd love to get on that jitterbug movement if, when that happens, but I'm not a guy that's a big phone guy, but I do want to, let's get to the point. And I'm looking at these guys, some of this list and talk for an hour, an hour, you know, 40 some minutes, like there were lengthy calls to find, like what is going on? So here, here's this Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loves at all times. Isn't that nice? A friend loves at all times, brother. But a brother is born for adversity. Some of you guys are in this men's ministry world, and you're calling everybody brother, 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 brother. I'm, it's almost nauseating how much we use the word brother. And hey, I'm a Christian. I'm just saying we throw it around quite a bit. If a brother is born for adversity, then when you're brother, 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 and everybody, where, where, why are you not leaning into brothers? Why are you not shoulder tapping them and saying, "Hey, man, I need you to pray for this." Hey, right now, I'm not in a good space. Or right now, I, I'm going to get some help. Or right now, um, man, I blew it. <laughs> and I need somebody to tell me the truth, but also somebody that's going to be for me and with me. And we're not talking about no Care Bear land. We're not talking about, you know, hugs and cotton candies and all that. We're talking about really getting serious about this whole thing of like, what's the point? What's the point of being on this planet knowing that we're called to community to not use it when we need it. Again, one of these guys, again, he said to me recently, I just felt like my thing wasn't as big as some of the other things that guys got going on. I felt that too. I, I've, I've felt that too. I've also felt like, you know, I, I don't want to be perceived as I'm just trying to get attention. You know, like I'm trying, I think there's guys that are good at manipulating situations they're good at manipulating people they're good at manipulating conversations to kind of bend them their way or bend them to what they want to talk about i don't want to be perceived as a guy who's trying to manipulate um, a group of people to rally around me to give me a virtual hug i don't want to be that that's one of my hesitations what are your hesitations what what are the reasons why you don't do that and and i'm not accusing you because i don't know you know mr guy with his airpods in somewhere i'm not accusing you but I want you to consider that. What are the reasons why you don't lean into community? I think we've missed this, the, the, the discipline of calling in the cavalry. Calling in the cavalry saying, hey, I need backup here. Right? I need some guys who are going to come in. Back in the day, calling in the cavalry, man, you got a bunch of soldiers ready to roll, getting in on their horses, making a bunch of noise. We're going to show up. We're going to support, we're going to take care of business, and then we're going to go home. We need to get back to that mindset of, man, I need to call in the Calvary. I need to call in backup. Or maybe say, listen, I, I'm, you know, I don't want to get all into this, or I, don't, I only have so much I can share, or whatever. But, man, I think it's a lot easier to share prayer requests on behalf of other people. Hey, I got this guy from my church. I got this neighbor. We got this thing. We got this thing. We got this thing. But to say, man, because, because here's the thing. If you share a prayer request, especially like a list like this, this is big. These are these are big things. But if you're sharing a prayer request of like, man, I need to get better at this. Man, I stink at this. My marriage is not good, whatever. It's inevitable that when you call in the cavalry, somebody's going to stick around and say, okay, so what, what, what do we got to do to get this right? What do we got to do to fix this? Proverbs 27, 17 is iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. Love that verse. Love to see it on t-shirts. Love to see it on hats. It makes, it works out really well on graphics. 
It's a great men's ministry verse. It's a great password to the Wi-Fi when you go to a men's ministry event. What's the password? Proverbs 27, 17. Oh, I should have known that, right? Iron sharpens iron. But to iron sharpen iron, you're, you're wearing away the, 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 the rust, the weak stuff. There's, there's, there's a friction there, right? <clears throat> I don't think we like friction. We definitely don't like it when it's directed our way. Galatians chapter 6, verse 2. Bear one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ. Bear one another's burdens. It, it, again, everyone here, everyone here has to carry their own. They have to do their own thing, right? Everyone has to carry their own load. But we have been given, in 2023, the ability to call in the cavalry in seconds. I was talking to a good uh, good man yesterday, good man of God, and he does some men's stuff. And we hadn't talked for four or five years, I think it's been. So we're talking, we're catching up. And he said, you know, the, the thing that we talk about, it's always better face-to-face, -face, right? How do we get men to show up? How do we get men to engage? How do we get men? And he was like, I just wish we could crack the code. I wish there was, I said, it doesn't matter what you do. There'll always be a guy who's not going to want to do it or a group of guys who aren't going to show up. You just can't take that personal, right? You just have to believe in what you're doing, why you're doing it. And, um, and so, you know, we, we, we kept talking about that. And I said, you know, in 200 years ago, you could not have phoned me up just out of the blue. And I answered in my car, taking my kid to school. She had to take one test. They are out of school, but she had to take a test. So take her at school, you know, 1130 at Eastern time. And you're calling me from, I think he's central time zone. So 1030 his time. And now we just talk to each other instantly. And then we just say, all right, talk to you again in a little bit. You'd have had to write me a letter. And I would have got that letter probably a month and a half, two, three months later. And you would have told me about your life and whatever. And there had been a cost to get in the letter. And then I had to go pick the letter up from the post office or the, the courier, wherever, and by the time I got that letter, some of the things would have been completely outdated. But in 2023, we could talk to each other instantly. That's what we do at Tribe. We have challenge videos. We do Zoom calls, whatever. They're a major roadblock to some guys, though. They are a major roadblock to some guys. And I always think to myself, you know, if you won't talk to us virtually, where we can't get to your house instantly, I'm almost certain you're not talking to the men at your church or within your community about anything honest at all. I'm just, I'm just almost guaranteeing that you're not having genuine conversations with those guys either. So not us, not them. Who? Meanwhile, if you're married, your wife's walking around going, "Man, I, I don't. This, this whole group thing ain't working for him." He goes to the men's thing on Tuesdays. He's in this tribe thing on whatever, and and nothing's different. Yeah, he's not doing anything. What, what's the point if you're not going to be honest with the cavalry? If you're not going to be honest with the group of guys who show up to say, we're here. Now, I want you to know this and get this through your thick head because I have to do it as well. When those guys show up, they do not show up as men who have it all together. They do not show up as men who will judge you. They do not show up as men who want to get in your dirty laundry. You just tell me the basic facts. I don't need anything more than what in the world is going on with you. They do not show up as guys who can't wait to gossip. If they do, you got the wrong cavalry. They show up as men who say, we are here. What do you want us to do? What, what do you want us to do? Do we need to do something physically? We definitely need to do something spiritually. Do we need to do something relationally? Like what, what do you need us to do? We are here to help. But what's the point if you're not going to phone them up?
Galatians 6.1, I just read verse 2, but brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, if you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness, keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks he is something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one test his own work, and then his reason to boast will be, will be in himself alone and not in his neighbor, for each will have to bear his own load. So there's a lot there, and I can't get into all this, but you bear your own load. Are you going to work? Are you showing up? Are you are you being faithful to your wife? Are you are you getting in the work? Are you doing the basics? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to do that. Are you paying your bills? Are you are you spending less than you make? Are you trying to eat well? Like, are you are you trying to do things that are healthy spiritually, relationally, physically? What are you trying to pursue health? If you're doing that. You will still be overwhelmed in seasons. You will still be under attack. The list that I'm looking at here, most of these things, no, pretty much all these things, are physical in nature. I'm not a doctor. I don't even go to WebMD. I'm not a doctor. I can't fix any of these things, but I can listen. I can pray. I've told nearly every one of these guys, if you just need to call someone up and vent for a while, I can take it. I can be present. I can ask questions. I can check in on you. If needed, I can go to the doctor's appointments with you. Whatever. Whatever. If needed, I can help you move furniture. I can help you do some things. I can uh, sometimes, in some occasions, I'll send you money. Right? Like, I'll help. Let's, what, what do you need? But what's the point of brother, 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 men's ministry, men's ministry, or be about, if when you're there, you don't do anything, you, you, you don't use them when you need them. Really, again, a friend is great at all times, but a brother is born for adversity. You're going to go through some stuff. I just wish once I would see someone say, guys, it is a privilege to intercede for you. It is a privilege to pray for you. You are on my heart often. I, I pray for you guys daily, almost like Paul did, you know, right? I know of your faith. I know of your works. I know of your service. I know how much, you know, you guys are trying. <clears throat> But I need your prayers right now. You, you would hear a pin drop if somebody would ever do that. If somebody would ever do that. And I'll tell you what. You might change the culture of your men's group. I, I guarantee like when guys go through stuff that are in tribe, I will often tell them, will you make a video and share that with, with the guys? It's not that I'm like, everyone needs to no, Everyone needs to pray for you. Everyone needs to know the, the prayer warrior, the guy that we've been putting up on the pedestal, the guy that we say, you need prayer, go to him, go to him, go to him. That guy needs your prayers. He says, I need you now. But what's the point if, if when those things happen, you say, no. Let me tell you right now, Satan wants nothing more than for you to justify the reason why you pull away from people who could come alongside you. When you pull away from people that should come alongside you at your church in your men's ministry group, in your Sunday school class, in your small group community, whatever it is, if you pull away from them, you're hiding. And often you're hiding something. Now I said in the beginning, I believe when we go through things, we have a story to tell. I've gone through some stuff in my life. I'm going through some stuff in my life. I think someday I'll get to help somebody who's also going through some stuff in their life. But if I fold, if I cut everybody off, if I stop communication, 
if I stop engagement, if I stop answering calls or text or email or whatever, I don't really have something that's very useful to help somebody down the road now, do I? So, Jared, tell me what you did when you went through this. Well, I just stopped talking to people. I just kind of ghosted everybody. They'd, I had some guys reach out, but I didn't respond to them. And uh, my wife, I just, more and more, I kind of pulled away from her. My kids, I just, that wasn't useful at all. Yeah, so, um, yeah, don't do that. And say, you know what I did? Uh, the smartest thing I did is I began to reach out to some people. I tell you the story about the smartest thing I did when my, my son was born. I realized, you know, God's, you know, kind of wrecking me here was get back in the word. And I told some guys recently, you know, looking back, I got in the word. I began to build an intentional library and I began to seek out high caliber men. And I realized I was not a high caliber man. I was not the kind of man that a guy looking for a high caliber man would seek out. I wasn't. So while I was trying to find some, I needed to be one myself. And so that was very introspective here to say, okay, what benefit are you bringing to a community? What are you adding? What I need to do is I need to go find a Calvary. I need to find a Calvary that would show up when I say, hey, I need, I need some help. But that I could show up for them as well. So, man, I don't know where you're at. I don't know what's going on in your life. But I'm going to tell you right now, I think we could all use another good friend. I think we could all use another brother in Christ. I think we could all use a word of encouragement, someone that comes alongside of us. And within the pursuit of manliness, I, I've tried to, for however many years now, it's 2015, build community within the content. Not draw you to me. I'll, I'll kind of pull the curtain back. That's what I'm doing, what I'm trying to do. But what I want to do is, is I want to get around high caliber humans. I want to get around really good dudes, really solid men of God. And uh, this past weekend, I got to go to Kentucky to speak, and there were guys in tribe that showed up. And it's like you know them forever. It's a glimpse of what heaven's going to be like. And so for couple months and a few more days we promote tribe 12 and then it's over then that's it that's done uh, we do have the herd that's a great community that you can be a part of once a month we, we try to do a zoom call we have a prayer list going and stuff um it the herd really does support the pursuit of manliness in, in many ways as far as some of the fees and stuff whatever and uh, I, I appreciate those guys appreciate them greatly every guest on monday has no problem speaking of the herd they really think it's kind of cool what y'all doing and um, i'm thankful to be a part of it but if you need to call in the cavalry, do it. Don't wait. And let's keep pursuing biblical manliness.